good afternoon good evening welcome to today's episode of musings with jesus my name is shola i'm your host thank you for joining me i hope you're well i hope all is good with you in your world i hope everything is great you know i've been i've been reflecting on a couple of things and um you know there's some things that have been happening with me you know off and on health wise emotionally wise and i've just been wondering you know and i've talked a little bit on some of the things on here even though i hadn't really wrapped my head around what was really going on and i think in one of the musings i talked about how i'm beginning to realize how complex the human soul is and how certain things happen in the psychological realm and what i'm also beginning to realize is that there's a lot that we don't know even there's a lot that science doesn't know there's a lot that we children of god who don't know it's true, we've learned a lot about the world, we've learned a lot about the human body and all that, but there's a lot we don't know. There are a lot of, you know, unanswered questions. And what I find is that, at least what I've found, actually the Holy Spirit has been my greatest helper in terms of making me understand what's going on in my life. Many times, and I'm talking health-wise, physical health, mental health, many times I have symptoms. I'm this kind of person that, that whenever I am ill, diagnosis is always a problem for the doctors. I don't know why. Because my symptoms never add up. Do you understand? As in, you know how medical science is when they say, okay, for you to be, for them to make a diagnosis of B, A and C must be present. Or me, I will I will have, <laughs> do you understand? It, it never adds up. So they're never able to make a diagnosis. Most of the time, apart from very rare cases, like, okay, I'll say one of the things, I think, in fact, most of the time, like I'll say eight out of ten times, one of the the only thing that I will say, okay, they were ever able to maybe diagnose correctly is okay, like maybe COVID presence of COVID, you know, though, uh, that one is a different. One. And most of the time, it's even me. I'm the one that will know that I have COVID. You know, I will be the one to come. It's not that oh, the do- you know, I'm never that kind of person that they pick up an accidental diagnosis about. The doctors will always miss it. And. It's because, like I said, somehow my body, my life, I, I just don't present normally. Now, it's not most of the and, and this is the thing. So I'll be that kind of person that they would maybe they would see something, oh, maybe this particular indicator is looking high. They will now be suspecting all kinds of things. They would run tests, run tests. The test will continue to be showing normal, normal, normal. Meanwhile, this symptom is already, you know. So many times I would have to lean on the Holy Spirit to say, God, what is going on? And every single time, the Holy Spirit will be the one to tell me, don't worry, this is what is going on. He will tell me what I need to do. I'm not saying medically now. He will give me, he will tell me, sometimes if I one that happened, it's, he would tell me therapeutic things to do. In one case, he would say, look, take out a hot compress, you know, he would just... Many times he would direct me to places online that I would just see what... He would use maybe conversations with people here and there. He would just connect the dots for me. And maybe I would just listen to somebody one day and I'll be like, oh yes, that sounds like... Oh yes, that's... Then I would check, I'll check. If I know, I'll be like, okay, this is what's going on. You know. And then I would, be, I would then begin to know, okay, this is what is going on. And then I begin to check and check and check. Most of the time... The, the process of diagnosis is always something that God leads me to. 
I don't know why it is that with the doctor. I'll be seeing the doctor, seeing the doctor, which is why for somebody like me, and it's not that the doctors don't help. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I mean, I, I have a medical retainer. I see my doctors regularly. But I found out that I get the best from the consultations with the doctors when I have done my own homework. Do you understand what I mean? As in, I've, I've written my symptoms down. I understand what it is. I have an idea of what it could be. I already know what it is not likely to be. Do you understand? As in, I've done my homework and the Holy Spirit has guided me. In fact, the times I've had the worst outcomes is when I have fully left everything to the, you, you understand, as entrusted 100% in the doctors that they would find out because they would just keep going around in circles. And it goes to a point now when people, when they want to send me for tests, I'll be like, don't worry, it, nothing will show because nothing ever shows. So, now, surprisingly, there was something that I've been, some symptoms I've been having off and on, you know, and it's been getting a little bit worrisome. And the Holy Spirit, through a conversation I had with a sister where she was talking about something she was going through, and how, you know, she saw a doctor and, you know, a, the person was describing to her what her symptoms are like and giving her a medical reason for it. God was able to pick on one thing that she said, which I, I mean, she, she wouldn't even know. And later on told me that, you see that response she talked about, that's the sort of thing you are going through in this other situation. And I was like, yes, it sounds like it, you know, but, you know, now, what I didn't realize, there were two different things that I've been dealing with that I thought were unconnected. And in the scheme of things, there is no, it doesn't, I mean, it's like somebody having, how would I put it this way now? It's like somebody having a pain in their leg and a running tummy. You understand? I mean, who, who would ever connect the two between a pain in your foot or your leg and diarrhea? Of course, nobody will say they would be treated as two separate conditions unknown to me there was and, and i'm using that hypothetically that's not exactly what it was but i'm saying two things as unconnected as that it was this morning i don't know how the holy spirit i just so in fact a series of events things happened god first led me to understanding what was going on beneath some of those symptoms that i've been dealing with um, which have been changing my diet and so many things around and then he then Today, I was now able to... Then I started researching separately on the other set of symptoms, which I have been pondering about and praying, and God has been talking to me about. I talked about it a little bit on the other um, on the other chat. So one of them is a physical condition with physical symptoms. The other one is a psychological condition with psychological symptoms. I didn't know there was a correlation. Today, I stumbled on something on, on the internet that showed me that there was a correlation. I don't even know what made me um, Google the two. And honestly, whenever people, first of all, this is a digression, but I need to say this, but anybody that, whenever people say, whenever I hear people talking, speaking against the internet and social media, I chalk it down to two things. One is either you are ignorant or you are one of those people who likes a society where people are not able to ask questions and find out the truth for themselves. We like to be in that kind of hierarchical society where there's only one source of truth or one source of, you know, there's only one source of information and everybody has to rely on it, whether that person is correct or not. And there are people like that because they know where they stand in the hierarchy of, in the social hierarchy and they know that no matter what, they'll be better off than the people in the bottom hierarchy. They like a hierarchical society. They don't like a flat Social, democratic society democratic not political but democratic from an information perspective 
me i belong to the school of thought that likes democratic information why because god himself is democratic which is why he made his bible accessible to everybody god made his word accessible to all the reason why the disciples felt the need to write to the churches is because they didn't got they didn't want to be custodians and jesus said go into the world and teach everybody oh holy spirit it goes bombs thank you holy spirit i'm just realizing that because he could have said okay teach the uh, okay apostles you know you, you are the only people that should have the knowledge he said teach everybody everything that i have taught you he commanded them to pass it on i now realize why those the guy the apostles were moving with so much as in they they were they, when i look at the apostles life they achieved so much within a very little time even with with this with the soldiers of the state hounding them day and night they moved with a sense of urgency until today not only them but the, their helpers you know the other disciples and they documented it in fact those those guys i have so much respect for them they documented everything that jesus did and that's why people like me thousands of years later can be pouring on those words also the old testament prophets so jesus so god himself did not hide his word he didn't say no the people that are illiterate they won't understand it he didn't he mandated the disciples teach everybody say go into every nation in other words don't look at any go you know you know don't look at you know don't look at how rich or how poor or how educated your goal is to go in teach that is what he said he didn't say teach the pastors he didn't say teach apostles he says teach everybody he didn't say okay um teach the most important things to the leaders and then teach he said teach uh, teach them everything that i've commanded you so that they can observe it teach them everything he didn't draw a distinction. He didn't say this one is need to know on a you know need to know basis, the way we do in corporate settings where there is some you know information is shared on a need to know basis based on you know leadership. He didn't do that, and that is why everybody can benefit. Thank God he didn't. He made it as accessible as oxygen. Well, at least as much as you know oxygen was more accessible clearly. But you know what I mean. Now with the internet, it's very pretty much close. But then again, we are right; it's not quite like oxygen. But what I mean is that God made sure that it is available to everybody, and that it is now left for us as human beings to, you know, multiply that accessibility. He didn't make any restriction. We are all reading the same Bible. We all have access to the same Bible. There is nowhere in the Bible that it is written that only some people can read or interpret. Or receive the knowledge. They say it's the Holy Spirit that decides, that that teaches us. But that every man can read it for himself. Hmm. And that's why Jesus is different from a lot of people. Because I see that, I do not see that effort to, to teach that mandate that Jesus is, um, that Jesus gave us that we should go into all the world and teach. I do not see us. We're not doing it. Not only are we not going, but we're also not teaching. 
So even in the places that were present, we're not teaching people to observe all that he commanded. We're only teaching to observe the things that will benefit them, that they think will benefit them and the things that will benefit us as church and church leaders. We're not teaching them to observe everything that Jesus commanded because everything that Jesus commanded includes righteousness, holiness, faith, good works, charity, standing up for what is good and true, helping your neighbor, loving your neighbor, hospitality, purity, so many things. No envy, no evil speaking, no backbiting, not acquiring things, loving God more than money, hating the world, living separate from the world, keeping yourself unspotted from the world. These are all the things that Jesus commanded us, being the light of the world and the salt of the earth. Problem solvers in our communities, in our workplaces, in our families, in our households, in our relationships, not being men pleasers, following after God. Do you understand? These are all the things he commanded us. We're not teaching that. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because you've just given me. You, for, I've always seen that um, going into all the world and preach the gospel. I've always read it in the context of the go and the preach. But I now realize that there are three parts there is the go, there is the preach, and there is the teach. Teach all things. So, even if you're not going, as in you're not physically living, in fact, everybody, going, going can be picking up the phone call and calling somebody. Going can be, talk, you know, taking the step to talk to somebody or we're already speaking and I move the conversation into this area. That's still a going. Preaching, of course, is maybe somebody who, you know, where you're now preaching the gospel to somebody who has not received it. But for people who are saved or who are not open to listen because... A, 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 the, the word teach is when you are talking to a student so that's somebody who has now set their heart to to learn preaching is what you do to start the conversation but teach is for somebody who has already received the preaching is now ready to to learn more so that teaching you, you, you must be doing one of the three you are either going to preach or going to teach we must be doing one of the other of the three but God wants us to actually do all Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Baptize them in the name of the Father and Son and Holy Spirit and teach them to do. Observe all that I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you even until the end of the world. This is Matthew 28, verse 18. So, I I have digressed now, but it's a good digression. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that digression. So, it was the Holy Spirit that then made a connection for me. I then went online and I now saw that there was a connection between this psychological condition I've been having and the physical condition. Also, the um, reports on the internet, the medical reports, and, and by the way, when I'm researching medical things, I make sure I'm checking credible pages. So I'm checking things like um, the Mayo Clinic, I'm che- checking you know, National Health Services in the UK, NHS, I'm checking, do you understand, um, FDA, you know, so I'm checking the real credible institutional and I'm cross-checking across countries. Most of my so- uh, sources are usually Europe um, and America, so I'm not checking, you know, I don't check other countries, let me not mention, I don't want to shame any other country, and I'm not saying that those countries are better, I'm just saying that I am more familiar with the verification process. So I'm not going to YouTube channels and conspiracy pages. I'm I'm looking at work that medical scholars and the medical practice is adopting across 
um, nations. And there's some very good sites. You know, Mayo Clinic is, has a very good website. NHS site is also very good. Um, some of the university, um, like colleges and things like that. But I just check. So, and then they show you the research, you know. I'm a research person, so I know how to read research things. So I cross-check. You know, when you read, you don't just form an opinion based on one thing. You read from several sources. You check what the sources are. You see what they're saying and what they're not saying. And for medical... Um, when you read, when I read medical journals, I, I I I understand the language because it's very scholarly. I'm also a scholar, kind of, you know. So they tell you what they know. They tell you, you know. So for instance, in this case, they were saying that yes, science has. Um, research has shown that there's a correlation between this condition and that, but that science is unclear as to what the connection is and that they're not sure whether it is the physical condition that causes the psychological problem or the psychological problem causes the physical one and that for people it will be different but that they have established a link so and that's what i like when you see medical research medical research when it's done by credible scholars and in fact any kind of research it tells you what you know it never tells you we're 100 sure it will tell you we see patterns we see a trend we see a tendency we see a link we see a connection in some cases we see that connection manifest like this in other cases we see it like this and in some cases, we see that this helps. They never tell you, oh, everything for everybody to be like this. For they, no, because we are all different. So when you go to all those conspiracy sites where they are telling you, take this and it will surely go, that, that's a fake. Because there is never a one-size-fits-all, even in medical practice. The same condition, people respond to it differently, to manifest differently. So they, there's always a, if it is this and if it is that, if it is this, you know, <laughs> there's always that either or, or this and that and that. And, you know, so you have to be able to know how to read what is written so that you don't come to the you don't misinterpret what they're saying so but like i said i'm also a scholarly person i like academics so they, they speak in my language so i read them and i read it well so this i saw that there was a connection which i could never have imagined because i was treating the two of them separately in fact the other one i was it took me a while before i realized that the, there was this whole psychological thing happening it was the conversation with a friend where she was sharing her own experience that god then used to point me to the fact that in a similar, in a different context, I was experiencing a similar reaction. So I was now, so God, I was beginning to now realize that, okay, while I was, I wasn't, oh, I'm not explaining this very well. Anyway, stay with me. I wasn't, for a long time, I was trying not to acknowledge that there was this whole psychological thing going on, but it got to the point that I couldn't ignore it anymore. Now I realize that that was because God wanted me to, you know, to really address it. And that's the thing. God is not an ostrich God. He doesn't bury things in the sand. He wants us to address the issues he also knows that there are times we know we may not be ready to address certain issues so he gives us that space that we need but at the point when it's time he will want it addressed i know this because there was also a medical issue that had been keeping under the closet for a very long time i didn't want to deal with it and all that when it was time and it took years i mean like 20 years when it, when it was time the, the lord made it impossible for me not to do what I needed to do and he 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 allowed a series of events to happen to get me excuse me to the place where i needed to be including getting me you know very long winding route to actually getting to a doctor that i could trust who eventually helped me through that process looking back i realized that god was in control and that he steered me in that direction and you know there were a lot of things that happened you know at every point where I wasn't comfortable, he gave me the opportunity to back out. And the, the particular doctor that I ended up working with on that, if I hadn't gone with that man, I don't think there's anybody else that could have gotten me through that gate. And I, at the end of the day, I realized even now, 
that I'm dealing with other things, and I realized that God, I ah, thank God, I really did it. And the funny thing was that we we I had the procedure done during COVID, which is not even the, the time you would want to go through any sort of procedure at all. But God just made it okay, and everything was fine. You know, I was not there was if it was fine, I was back home like the following day. It wasn't you know I was as in I did just the doctor said I I did so well, and literally nothing. It's it, in fact. And this was something I've been like afraid of doing, you know, for so long. So God just has his way. The Holy Spirit has his way of working things out as we present, as we give ourselves to him and all that. So this situation also, so he was not able to. So today I now checked online and I was able to say correlation between these two things. And I was stunned that two situations that I... I was finding wrong. Now, let me backtrack. Yesterday, actually, was when I made the link. And now I realize, I now remember. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for reminding me. So I decided to have a conversation with my husband. Now, I'm this kind of person. I'm a very private person. I hardly ever, I don't know I'm like that. I've always been like that, even as a child. I was very quiet. So I'm that kind of person that people just feel, because, you know, those of us that are quiet, people just feel that, they, feel, they think that because we are quiet, nothing is going on in our lives. Do you understand? So people just carry on their lives and think that you don't have feelings. You know, I, it's really very bad, but that's how we are. So we are so used to being not noticed that before we ever speak up and say there is something wrong, then that thing has become very, very wrong. Whereas the people who are usually very extroverted and everything, from the first day they have one or two symptoms or things, they're they telling everybody and everybody's like, oh, okay, sorry, and everybody, support system is coming around for people like us. Yeah, and that's why I guess maybe that's why I'm so close to God and everything because it's only God that, that you know, is there from day one. Um, yeah, it's, it's just the way it is. So yesterday I started to have a conversation with my husband about also had been going on. I had been hinting, hinting. I just said, you know what? I just need to. So I said, you know what? This is, I sat him down. And I was like, look, this is all that's been happening. And I don't know what's really going on and why it's this way. I was talking to him about the psychological stuff. And, and that it seems to be, and that the only thing that I can, then somehow in the process of talking to him, I now said that it's, you know, the only thing I can, I don't know where it's coming from, what's coming, but that it's also possible that this other physical thing that I'm dealing with, may also be somehow making me feel maybe it's contributing somehow you know that was the first time i ever said that you know i was just trying to and i now realize i was god actually making me say that then he now said you know what that actually that makes sense that it's very possible i mean if you are having this kind of physical symptoms that is impacting you and you're having to be careful this and that and all that that can also be very you know that can be a little bit you know and, and i was like okay it's true, actually. I mean, you know, it's actually possible that that could be the case. Even though I felt it was far-fetched. But, I mean, not far-fetched. I felt, yeah, it's, it's come, it may be, it may not be, you know. Huh. But I still, but that was the first time in my mind or in a conversation, in fact, in my mind, that I ever connected to Heather to what I thought was um, disconnected. So, okay. I was speaking with him and I thought, okay, I'm glad I spoke with you. I actually feel better that I actually talked about this. So, I went to bed. This morning I woke up and then something then made me say again something is let's fill it in the brackets Holy Ghost probably. Now I said okay I should go into the I just checked on the internet let me check these two conditions lo and behold so I just typed is there a link between X and Y my goodness ah 
I now started seeing the credible information. And like I said, for me, whenever I see some people getting information from, from conspiracy sites, I wonder how. I think my algorithm understands that this babe surely deals with top-end institutions. So whenever I put those informations, I always get from like credible institutions, maybe John Hopkins, you know, those kind of high-grade medical institutions. I don't get the cause. Whenever I see people who get conspiracy theories from YouTube, I don't I wonder how how do you guys get to these places? I don't I don't get like all the people talking like during COVID, I never ever got anything up from anybody saying the vaccine came for all those conspiracies. I never got it. It never came into my timeline because I thought I don't follow such people. It's, it's crazy how the algorithm works. I never, never, I never got whereas some people I know were always been targeted by that vaccine conspiracy thing i ne- i never got anything it's crazy it really is crazy how the algorithm works i never did i never did never never the only times i would see was maybe when i would see news maybe from like sky news or all those global things um, where they are featuring maybe some of the controversial people and the positions on that you know that was that but it was always so if if at all i i got to know i i i, I would only get the um, anti-vax position from some speakers or people commenting on what some speakers were saying you know in some mainstream news media but me accessing or that content coming directly to me no i would i would only come in contact with people referring to it in passing or something but i never there was no direct contact it's ne- it was never recommended to me on youtube <laughs> it never came up to my twitter or instagram feed you know so I, I think I like the way the algorithm works, even though, I mean, yeah, it, it can also keep you in a bubble, if you know what I mean, but yeah, at least it, it, it keeps certain things away from you. So, um, so I saw that there was a connection, I was like, what? So as I was seeing them, I started, you know, sharing them with my my spouse and all that, and I was like, so I was, I was like, what? There's a connection between these two? It's so funny. Because I'm already seeing a doctor for one, for the physical condition. And I thought, would I now have to see a doctor for the other one? But now I realize that, no, there's no, there's really no need. Because this is, and funny enough, just knowing, and when I now read some of the things that they said, the symptoms that they said can happen psychologically because of this physical condition, it was describing exactly what I had experienced, which that response, that reaction was the reaction that my friend had mentioned in a conversation like three or four weeks ago, which she was saying came up, came up in a conversation she had with her medical practitioner on another issue. Do you see how God led me to where I am now? Now this connection, this diagnosis, I'm telling, and that's what I said, that this is how God deals with me every time. This is how he puts the things together for me so that by the time I'm now going to seek for whether it's medical help and most of the time I found out that medical help for me is, is, is triage is the medical advice coming then the Holy Spirit helping me with wisdom which is always the defining thing and then the physical things that I have to do so that triage if I go 100% medical without the wisdom of the Holy Spirit there will be problem because there will be, do you understand? They will make some wrong decisions and choices there. So he gives me the wisdom, helps me with the process of understanding what's really going on in my body and all that and what it means so that I then package it. I know how to say, and then, you know, we then have a conversation with the doctors and we're able to know this and that, you know, a very, you know, and then I then 
the physical support things there are things you know maybe lifestyle changes diets so many things sometimes therapeutic stuff massage you know all those things that's when i get better in all cases even with in fact covid everybody anybody that's had covid you know that it's not just the meds that gets you over there is a very strong therapeutic element that you then have to do but you can't do it's not what other people can do that you can do because your medical condition your state of health your fitness and the symptoms that you're having differs so you need god really to tell you this is what is going on with you you know you are fine because they will tell you when you are fine but then to bring you to wellness i mean like i I said in some of my musings um months ago there's a big difference between health and wellness i used to wonder why you know medical people make that practice that difference i'll be like why are you saying health and wellness that's tautology but now i realize it is not because you can be in good physical health but not be well and i think some of us i don't need to explain that those that need to understand those of us <laughs> fellow sufferers in quotes will understand it so wellness is very important health is important wellness is also important and they are two separate things so medical science can bring you to a place of health wellness is where therapy therapy when i mean therapeutic i mean it's not just i don't mean psychological therapy alone i mean things like it could be physical therapy it could be emotional therapy it could be spiritual therapy it could be you know psychosocial therapy it could just be you know it could even just be diet and nutrition you know exercise it could be so many things you know so therapeutic is something that heals it's the spirit is the soul it's the bringing back to 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 body it could even be physical uh, what's that word physiotherapy uh-huh. yeah it could also be physiotherapy so that's it and of course you know physiotherapy is not a medical issue it's it works with the body and all that so bringing the body back to a state of wellness so that, that's where and you know so that's the way god works with me and so it's for me it's just like when the bible describes the holy spirit as the helper that when he comes he will teach you all things he will guide you into all the truth and he will be with you always that is who he is he is the true helper i don't know where i would be without him because he makes my life ah i don't know so i wanted to read a scripture um john 16 when jesus that was actually what i wanted to read but now i've gone on and i think i'm ending on a more hopeful notes than i had <laughs> i had wanted to so john 16 33 jesus said these things i have spoken to you that you may know that in me you that in me you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation but be of good cheer and overcome the world yeah so that's that has been my experience they, this world is one trial to the other in fact sometimes i'll be like god is this how it's going to be like you are you are hardly over rejoicing about coming out of one and another one is coming up you know the book of James says, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation. Knowing that the trial of your faith works patience. But let patience have its perfect role, that you may be perfect and entire, lacking nothing. Diverse temptations. And when it says temptation, it's talking about trials. It's not talking about, oh, Joseph and Potiphar's wife, like somebody jumping into bed. For me, that's like, if you are still at that stage, oh yeah, sorry, well, you know, Jonathan. I'm saying real life challenges. You know what I mean? Real life challenges. Things that threaten to ravage your soul, destroy your peace. Hmm. So Jesus is saying here that it's only in him that we can have peace. 
But that in this world, what we will have is tribulation. But that we should be of good cheer because he has overcome the world. So what that means is that that victory that overcomes the world, we can only have it by faith and by abiding in him. The peace that we're all looking for is only in Christ. And it's not just by oh receiving and confessing Christ. It's about abiding in him and abiding in his word while still living in this world that is full of tribulation. It's, it's um, yeah. And for me, I see that the Holy Spirit is an integral part of the ability to, to do that. How, for me, the wisdom, the way he helps me figure out things, yeah, it's, it's simply amazing. So I'll just leave it at that. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Stay later. So wherever we're at, I mean, you can't do life without God. You can't do life without the Holy Spirit. Build a relationship with him and um, keep the word of God close. But that that living, breathing context that the Holy Spirit provides, the way he connects the dots, connects the pieces of the puzzle, I, I think it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's uh, yeah, it makes all the difference. Thank you.